dear Lord, Joe. The Buffalo Bills have finally selected in the second round with the uh, 59th overall pick. Ladies and gentlemen, Hashtag Nation, welcome. And every time I see this guy's name, I always think of Con Air. Dude, I can't. Not only did you not save this man's life, you made best friends with Cyrus the damn virus. Maybe that's his new nickname. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Cyrus the damn. Osiris Torrance out of Florida, guard Mahler, projected first round pick, drops to the Buffalo Bills at 59, and they pick him up. Six five, three hundred thirty pound animal. Uh, like I said, out of Florida, will be uh, joining the Buffalo Bills, uh, going offense for the uh, second straight pick in this twenty twenty three NFL draft. Uh, hashtag Nation. As always, you can find all of our stuff on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. All of our episodes go to iTunes and Spotify. Tonight's show is sponsored by Mister Rogers Homes. This is one of two tonight. If the Buffalo Bills happen to pick in the third round as well. Uh, we are going to be going live once again for about 20 minutes after that pick as well. And we're going to go live for 20 minutes uh, f- f- to discuss this pick. So make sure you hit that like and subscribe button as well. Everybody in the chat, what is up? What do you think about the pick? Rate it 1 to 10 while I get Joe's take on Osiris the damn virus. <laughs> <laughs> well, his his official nickname is Cybo. I don't know if you know this or not. I, I, I went not. to uh... Yeah, so so I went to Buffalo Bills PR on Twitter. Great follow with them too. Uh, I guess in high school he was named Cyborg. So and then they just abbreviate to Cybo. So he's been called Cybo for most of his uh, most of his uh, football career. So that'll be the nickname that sticks. But listen, I was talking to Mario. This was my my favorite offensive guard of the draft. The one that I ranked highest. I know he's the second one off the board. Um, now we'll talk a little bit about measurables and compare them to some other guards that the Bills may or may not have picked up earlier. Um, but I, I really like this kid a lot. Uh, again, out of Florida, he did spend three years at Louisiana. Um, just a lot of the sizes, obviously, there. Uh, played guard, so he doesn't have that versatility that we know that McDermott sometimes likes. Uh, but at the same time, he's good at what he does, and maybe that's what you need. Sometimes you just need a guy who is good at what he does. And to me, this is the best pick. Uh, for the Buffalo Bills. Uh, so, yes, Osiris Torrance, I think. When it got to three, four picks behind where the Bills were picking, and I saw his name still on the board, like there were some mocks projecting him in the first round. So yes. for the Bills to get him in the second round, what a steal. Again, and, and to me, this is the second second great value pick for the Buffalo Bills. Whether you like the tight end in the first round or not, the value was there. You can't. I don't think you can argue that. Um, and here we are again, great value here with this pick and and i think this this uh this guy hopefully will do a lot better uh than than uh what we see in bean's history when it comes to drafting guards yeah and you know the, the history of, of being drafting guards guys we'll, we'll give you that brief history now uh, <laughs> <laughs> so basically you know me and me and uh, joe were talking about it right before we, we came live and we we're like okay this is the third guard mm-hmm. just pure guard that the Buffalo Bills have selected in Brandon Bean's tenure. Now, the first guard, obviously, you guys know, was Wyatt Teller, who was mm-hmm. instrumental in the trade of acquiring picks in order to get Stephon Diggs. We've already mm-hmm. we've already beat that horse right. <laughs> dead. You know right, what I mean? Right, right. So, Wyatt Teller. And then, obviously, you guys remember mm-hmm. when the Buffalo Bills traded up in, I just want to get the year, 2019, to take Cody Ford. Mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> here's the thing. <laughs> Bean has a type, okay? <laughs> he does. <laughs> 
only the third guard ever drafted because you know they like to cycle those guys out in free agency. They like to get veteran guys that have already been in the league. That's that's been his mo. A lot like with the defensive tackles, they'll draft one or two, but they like getting them through free agency, and that's just mm-hmm. the way that it's worked out for the Buffalo Bills thus far in the Bean McDermott era. However, mm-hmm. we need to ask ourselves seriously: Is uh, you know I'll ask the chat too a few more questions. You know, is he more Ford? Or is he more teller in this respect? Or is he just a different animal all on its own? Because if you look, if you're a stack guy, you just like the stats, you just like the measurables, his, mm-hmm. his, his combine profile is eerily similar mm-hmm. to Cody Ford. Mm-hmm. However, there's going to be no expectation of Torrance to play tackle. Let's just, let's just put that right. out on the table right now. There's no, right. there's no way. We could talk about a lot of different things. Is he a day one starter? Is he a guy that's going to compete on the right side or the left side? It's going to be a lot of stuff that we're going to talk about, and we're going to use you, Hashtag Nation, the chat to try to help us do that because we have our opinions, but sometimes that just gets like shouting into the void. So <laughs> we're going to try to – you know, Joe gave his take on it. I love the fact mm-hmm. that the Buffalo Bills, for both of their picks, got great value and they addressed the one side of the ball that a lot of people believe that they needed to address. You need to address this offensive line. You need to address the, the, the a weapon for Josh Allen. You have done that in the first two rounds now, and I think a lot of people would be happy with that. I'll tell you what I was not happy with, Joe. Mm-hmm. Both New York franchises taking centers that I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I mean, I, I'll go over this really quick. You know, I've been hammering the table for a center. Everyone knows that. Yep. I wanted Tipman. And then uh, who else went? Uh, what was his name? John Michael Schmitz went to the Giants. So Fangul, both of you, New York franchises for taking my centers. But I want, I wanted to reiterate that Mitch Morse does have another year after this year mm-hmm. on his contract. Joe pointed that out to me. He's going to be 32 when his contract is up in 2024. So it's not an immediate need for the Bills to go get a center. They also have Bates that could fill in. So I'm a little bit – I feel a little bit better now because of that. Mm -hmm. Um, But as far as the Torrance pick is concerned, Chet, throw it in here. we got a bunch of people. I mean, Daniel Garris comes in. Ford was drafted to be a right tackle originally. I think that's what we we can all agree on. The Torrance is not going to be trying to play tackle at all. Pedro comes in and says, we got the new Quentin Spain. There's a lot of comparables (laughs) that you can put on. on, Yeah, um, Yeah. you're right. On that, and Rick, I do apologize. Yes, the New Jersey teams. Um, <laughs> uh, wow, Mario. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, where, where's this one? Is Bates a high-paid backup? No, he's the starting guard. So I, right. I don't know if he's a high-paid backup. Bates played center after Morris gets his 45th concussion. <laughs> Jesus. So uh, here's a very interesting stat for Daniel Gallery: zero yes. sacks allowed. I think that's. That's the big thing. I don't even know if he's talking about Torrance or he's talking about Spain because Spain he's was in there and he didn't yeah. allow any sacks when he was in there. So right. that he's is talking huge about Torrance, for but, oh, for Torrance. but Torrance that is a, not a single sack. Yeah. that's awesome. But that, it, it's yeah. huge for the Buffalo Bills to get that depth because now you're not going to be chasing that in free agency next year. He's a guy that could right. either go on the right side or the left side. You could stick him there, play him there, re-extend his contract if he plays well. And it's not a position that you're going to have to try to cycle through in free agency and worry about. But, Joe, let me ask you this. Yeah. They got Connor McGovern. Yep. Now you got Bates, who yep. I think is the starter. I don't think he's going to be moving anywhere. Right. Unless right. you decide to move on from Morse early and put Bates at center, then you got to, this, this. You can right. never have too many, you know, large humans. Um, <laughs> is this is this like 
could we have seen this coming from Brandon Bean? Because he always likes to get those insurance policies prior to the draft yeah. because it's so unpredictable. What do you think is going to be the scenario that plays out if we're looking ahead of Torrance and McGovern in, you know, for the Buffalo Bills coming up into camp and coming up in June and July? I see. And, and to me, this is a whole new year than what we're used to seeing out of the Buffalo Bills coaching staff. And there's a couple of reasons why. A, um, no Leslie Frazier, which means McDermott's going to spend a lot of time on the defensive ball. So I think I saw in the comments section, does the, does the start of this draft, the first and second round, uh, show you that this is really Ken Dorsey's offense now? Like Ken Dorsey yeah. is, 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 you know, going back to a two ten cent, which even though he didn't under Dable, if you look at Dorsey's history, he has run two tight end sets before in, in previous uh, regimes. So it's not out of the realm of possibility. And now he gets a true offensive guard, which, again, is something that Buffalo under Bean really hasn't done. Right. No. Um, and I also think back to and I feel what week it was last season. And Mario, maybe you remember there was a, t uh, a press conference McDermott gave and, and he talked about how, you know, the draft has changed and how we need to get guys who are ready to be starters now, right? And, and yeah. that was just a revelation this past season for being a McDermott. At least that's, you know, maybe that was just coaches speak, speak but yeah. we're, we're not sure at this point. So if you ask me, I think that there is a chance as Hooker comes off the board here uh, in the NFL draft, so I know some people are waiting on him, um, but there is a chance that he starts over McGovern week one in my mind. Um, now, I wouldn't be surprised that if he doesn't, just given the history of our coaching staff and how they try to bring guys along slowly. Um, but yeah. I, re I really do believe that come June, July, they're going to be splitting it 50-50 with these two guys, and whoever does better is going to be the starter, and I really believe that that can be uh, Torrance. Yeah, if you look at it, um, you know we, we've talked about it many times. Trust the process uh, for McDermott is – they, he wants his guys to have time on task. Obviously, right. the admission to stand in front of Josh Allen and protect him is is an expensive ride. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that's what they have mm -hmm. to do. They have to try to get guys in front of him that can protect him. This guy is a road grader. And you're pairing this guy with Aaron Cromer, who last year, I don't think he had the horses to run the, the effective zone-style scheme that he wanted to run. Mm -hmm. But now I think with the addition of Torrance, you have a guy in there that could literally be a road grader for you. You can get your run game off, off the hill. He's not a guy that you can significantly bull rush. I think McGovern is a guy that you could possibly, with a lot of these defensive tackles that are coming out in the draft and the guys that are currently in AFC and that you have to face, mm -hmm. it, it would be, it'd be a tough task for McGovern. But I, I don't think it would be for Torrance. So right. I think what you do is you have a guy who's a solid player. He's a senior. He's coming in. He's had a lot of experience. So, mm -hmm. and this guy can he's he can open holes for you. He can do a lot of, for you in the past game. I don't know as far as his um, as far as his draft combine. You know, his athleticism score wasn't the greatest as far as pulling goes. But you don't really need to do it that much. But the point is, when you look at the guy and what the Bills are going to be doing, both on the field and off the field. This is going to free up a lot of money for you over the next four years having this guy mm -hmm. in there if he's able mm -hmm. to pan out for you. Now, right. you want to put him on the right side or left side? Do you want to put him next to, um, do you want to, like, who, what would you feel more comfortable? I mean, I know he played primarily, I believe, on the left side, if I'm yes. not mistaken. Somebody in the right. chat can correct me on that, but if I'm wrong. But I would say that if you have a, 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 an opportunity, do you want to put him? Because Bates can go anywhere. 
Really, right. literally, right. Bates can go anywhere. Correct. Do you want to put him next to Dawkins, or do you want to put him next next to Brown? And how do you think that would impact his production and or um, development going into this season? Well, I think you definitely want to put him next to Dawkins, right? Because Dawkins is the veteran guy. Dawkins has been, yeah. you know, I know he had a down year last year. I understand that. But you're talking about a contract year. This year, uh, I think he's going to really step up. Uh, I think that he'll go back to what were you seeing from Dan Dawkins. Um, plus, you're not sure what you get on Spencer Brown, right? You, Spencer Brown needs to worry about Spencer Brown. Yeah. Dan Dawkins, you know, Dan Dawkins is the type of guy, veteran guy, who who can worry about himself and knows what it's like to bring someone along with him. Let's be honest, he's been covering for guard play with the Bills for, you know, five years now. So he's used to that. Um, but I, I think that you want him on the left side. Like you said, he's he's been on the left side the majority of his career anyway, so we know that's yeah. where he's comfortable. Um, oh, I'm sorry, no. He, st- he actually started his uh, junior year all 12 games at right guard. Okay. So right. so, so he has right experience guard. on both, so, though. Right, right, right. So it looks like he set, he did uh, 11 at right guard last year and 12 at right guard the year before that. So okay. he, he does have experience at both, but does look like, um, yeah, 2019 it was left guard. But, yeah, so – I still say left guard though. I, I still want him at left guard. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and then you have McGovern uh, on it, but you know, backing up. Yeah, because you can never have too much up. line help. You know, Correct. I like the idea of putting him next to Dawkins and putting him in between two veterans because I think that would develop him right. even faster. Plus, once you put him on the left side and you put Bates on the right side, as of right now, this is the offensive line as of right now, of, you know, April 28th <laughs> after mm-hmm. the second round. Uh, if you put Bates on the right side, Bates being a center. He's the guy that knows all the calls as well. So he's a guy Correct. that can, can communicate to Brown. And we know how the Buffalo Bills brass is, you know, somewhat stubborn when it comes to, <laughs> you know, how many mm-hmm. experiments did we have with Cody Ford mm-hmm. everywhere? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That they're going to, mm-hmm. they're going to, the, the thing about that that teaches you about going forward with Torrance is they're going to give him enough opportunity to start. Right, because if they gave all of those opportunities to Ford, but they were trying mm-hmm. him out at tackle, they're trying him out at guard. They're going to give Torrance enough opportunity to start in this offense, and I think you're right. I think now McGovern becomes a luxury piece for you in right. in the event that one of these guys gets hurt or something happens, or Morse goes down. You have to move Bates to center. You put McGovern in. You know what Whatever. I mean? I think yep. all of that stuff combined. What you did was. In this draft so far, in only two rounds, the Buffalo Bills mm-hmm. have addressed a weapon for Josh Allen and someone to protect Josh Allen. And both of those positions right now, um, which would cost you a lot in free agency coming up when you have yeah. a quarterback that's on his deal now, right. they ended up off the field doing themselves a service in this. So I think it's yeah. really great. This pick was amazing. I expected him to go interior offensive lineman anyway. I just mm-hmm. didn't know who it was going to be. I was, mm-hmm. you know, I was, I was hammering for a center because I kind of backed myself in a corner there. But <laughs> that being said, a lot of people in the chat are starting to talk about, you know, the, the you know, possibility of a third round pick. What are they going to do? Yeah. Uh, Bill Inspector, a lot of people are talking about, did he put on some weight? Or what are they going to do on the defensive side of the ball? Sure. Joe, your opinion, do the Bills go into the third round and, to, and go defense in the third round? Or do they just try to take best player available if that happens to be an offensive player? I think they go best player available, and I, I have been thinking this pretty much the whole draft. I don't know. I think they they might stay away from defense uh, in this draft only because Leslie Frazier might come back next year, and do you really want to draft somebody 
um, new this year under McDermott's defense and then have him. I know it's pretty much the same defense, but, you know, he doesn't get that great of a stamp of approval from Leslie Frazier, who you are hoping is going to be a defensive coordinator when he comes back. You know, maybe I'm reading into that a little bit, but, you know, yeah. that's to me, that's a possibility like that. You know, is that something you really want to do? Um, and um, but but it's a third round guy too, so I think it's it's best player available at this point. I think that's what they've proven so far. I think there's definitely gonna be value in the third round, and uh, we'll just see where that is. I personally, I'm still thinking inner offensive line, like inside offensive line. I mean, like you said, you can never right. have too many big guys, right? Like you can just right. never have too many of them. If if one of these linebackers uh, falls, like again, I'm talking third round guy, but if there's a linebacker that has great value, yeah, you take them. Um, but if there's no one there that has great value. And, you know, just like I thought for the first and second round, I'm still not 100% sure um, that the Bills won't trade out of the third round anyway. Get yeah, I think Bean had talked about recouping the pick that he gave up to get uh, Kincaid. Right. So right. that being said, either, you know, we have seen at times Bean be very passive and Bean be very aggressive. You know, with the mm -hmm. Cody Ford pick, he was actually very aggressive. He knew he had to get up there and, and do something. Mm -hmm. um, he, he, was, he was content to wait to see if Kincaid fell to him. And then when he saw Dallas there, he's like, no, 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 I got, I got to skip them. I have to skip right. them. So it, he picks and chooses his spots um, rather well, I'd like to say. So that being said, um, when it comes to the third round, mm -hmm. you know, you got to take a look at this. And I know a lot of people might not, not like to hear this. A lot of people want them to go linebacker. And I understand that third round pick starting is, is, would be tough, a tough right. sell, but you're going to be losing uh, a lot of defensive tackles next year. Yes. So if the Bills went interior defensive line, mm -hmm. I could understand why, because mm -hmm. then it takes a guy off of free agency that you don't have to pick up. You right. know what I mean? Because you have a guy on a four year controllable deal. Um, and there are some great value linebackers that are still left in in the draft. Mm -hmm. I just don't know where they're going to go with it. And uh, Daniel Garvey makes up a great point. He goes, he doesn't think Frazier's coming back. But you know, Joe is literally he he was he was just speaking of if Frazier comes back and you pick a, a, a premier defensive player at a, at a very you know a skill position that he may not have wanted. You know what I mean? I don't know if if Frazier is at all involved in the process right now. I didn't see him in the room. You know, someone right. correct me on that. I didn't see him in the room, but <laughs> I'll buy a Vontae Davis jersey if he comes back. Steve Hansen, it's pretty hilarious. <laughs> um, okay, really quick, uh, Joe, final thoughts before we uh, we depart, and then we're going to be back after the Bills' third round pick with a full gamut of uh, <laughs> with yeah. the run. Yes, yeah, so as you guys know, Ryan and Paul are not here. They're gonna they're uh, they're taking care of five duties right now. So. Um, yeah, I, I like the pick. I think you you did a lot of things both on the field and off the field. And when you have a pick that that can do things on the field and off the field, where uh, mm -hmm. this guy's going to be a very valuable piece for you in front of Josh Allen and open up holes for the running backs that you have, and also um, it will help you come free agent time. That's a position that you're not going to have to look for to fill with a right. veteran deal, so to speak. So, right. I mean, that's my take on it. Joe, what is your final take on, on the pick? Yeah. I know you like it, but um, yeah, again, this was, this was my highest graded guard on the board on my, you know, the draft grades that I didn't put out there because I didn't really have them. Um, <laughs> but this was my favorite guard of the draft. And, it, you know, one thing that I was looking at too, McGovern has an out clause next year as well. So that 
also oh, goes okay. into it a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I love this pick. I think it, it fits a need. It's good value. And, um, you know, I just think that this, like you said, opens up more options this year or next year in free agency um, that we don't have to look at. And it's a controllable contract for the next four years. Hopefully yeah. they don't screw it up like they did Cody Ford. Again, this is a different <laughs> animal. Um, but, you know, as we say and talk about draft picks, it always comes down to how are they utilized, right? We can say that about every single pick that's going to be picked. How are they utilized? And uh, But as of right now, I am loving this pick. And it, my, my feeling right now is if it doesn't pan out in Buffalo, it's not because of this kid's talent. It's because of the usage. Yes, exactly. And just for you linebacker hounds out there in, in our hashtag nation, uh, Drew Sanders went 67th to the Broncos. Yep. So yep. Um, if you're thinking of looking up guys right now that, that may be on the board for the Buffalo Bills, if the guy was a former captain or just a freak athlete that yep. didn't have very good production, those are the guys that we may announce in the third round pick. Just keep an mm -hmm. eye on that. So for uh, for Joe, I'm Mario's hashtag sports. We'll be back right after the Buffalo Bills third round pick. See you guys later. Hello fellow Bills fans, Sean Rogers, Realtor and lead of the Mr. Rogers Homes team. Did you know that real estate is one of the best ways to build wealth and right now is one of the best times to own an investment property in Arizona? Please reach out to me. I'd be more than happy to answer any of your questions so we can take the next step to your financial freedom here in the Valley of the Sun utilizing real estate. As always, God bless America and go Buffalo! <laughs>